Welcome to Dads with Daughters. In this show, we spotlight dads, resources, and more to help you be the best dad you can be. Hey everyone, this is Chris and welcome to Dads with Daughters, where we bring you guests to help you be active participants in your daughter's lives, raising them to be strong, independent women. I am so excited to have you here today. As always, I'm Dr. Christopher Lewis, and I always love to be able to bring you people that are going to open your minds, open your perspectives on things that you can do to be able to build those strong bonds with your daughters. And today, we've got an amazing guest with us. Dr. Linda Nielsen is with us, and she is an internationally re- recognized expert, an author, a speaker, a professor and researcher, but she has focused her career on the father-daughter relationship. As someone that that used to work in higher education and worked with professors all the time, I, I loved the fact that when I learned about Linda, that she was focusing on this specific relationship because I had, had not seen that across the board when I looked at other faculty. And I'm sure that there are probably some others out there, but she has so focused so many of her years on this. She's going to bring a ton of great insights to our conversation today, and I know that you're going to to love learning from her as well. Linda, thanks so much for being here today. You're so welcome. I appreciate being invited. You know, it is a very interesting uh, perspective, you focusing on the father-daughter relationship, because like I said, when I've looked out in academia, I haven't seen a lot of professors that have really taken that on. First and foremost, let's talk about what made this specific relationship so important for you to focus on in your academic career. Well, my uh, doctorate was in adolescent psychology, so I always had an interest in adolescent development. And as I was writing adolescent psychology textbooks, I realized there was not very much research out there on fathers and daughters. Or if that research was out there, it wasn't being reported in the textbooks. That concerned me because obviously we want balance. We talk about fathers and sons. We talk about mothers and daughters. We talk about mothers and sons. Why were we ignoring in research books, why were we ignoring fathers and daughters? So as I began to read about that, I obviously decided we needed a book on that. And I began writing my books and articles on that missing topic. It is such an interesting topic because, you know, and I've looked at, you've got a number of books out there right now. You had a brand new book and we'll talk about that too. And you have a course too. Talk to me about this course that you offer because it, it's, it's very interesting to me about the type of student. What is the type of student that, that is really interested in this bond? But also, um, what are you finding from the, uh, the conversations that you're having with these students that is informing the practice that you have and, and also kind of the writing and the research that you do? Well, I started the course 24 years ago because, again, there are courses in colleges on mother-daughter relationships, but there are no college courses on father-daughter relationships. So I started the course to go along with the book so that mostly psychology and sociology students are attracted to this course, people who plan to be teachers, family lawyers, therapists, counselors. And as the reputation for the course grew, then it began to attract a wider network of students, including male students. So now there is no type of student who takes that course. These are young men and women who are simply interested in the topic of fathers and daughters, either because they're thinking about being parents in the future, or because they feel that it somehow relates to their future career, or for some of them, obviously, they're grappling with issues 
in their own father-daughter relationship. So I want to delve a little bit into this research that you've done over the last 30 years, because I think that as a father of two daughters myself, I know that the bond and the, and the importance that a father has in the, their daughter's lives is truly a very important piece of their development. But over 30 years, I'm sure that there have been some, some aha moments, some things that you're like, oh, okay, this makes more sense. Talk to me about some of the biggest takeaways that you've taken over these 30 years that someone that is listening today might say, oh, I never thought about it that way. Um, I think the most surprising for me was that there are three areas of the daughter's life where a father has more impact than the mother does. That was surprising to me. In other words, it is not that mothers don't matter, but in three areas of the daughter's life, the father tends to matter more in terms of the quality of the relationship with the daughter. So I call those three areas the M&Ms, sort of like uh, M&M candies. And those three M's are money, mental health, and men. And in those three areas of a daughter's life, the quality of her relationship with her father has more impact than the quality of her relationship with her mother. So in regard to money, a daughter's income as an adult, okay, the money that she earns in her life is closely connected to her relationship with her dad because girls who have good father-daughter relationships make better grades in high school. They're less likely to drop out of high school. They're more likely to go to college. They're more likely to graduate from college. And they're more likely to choose jobs in science, technology, math, and engineering. They're more likely to pursue jobs that traditionally were dominated by men. Well, the bottom line there is you have a higher income as an adult daughter because of your educational success and because of the jobs that you chose to pursue. So, You're ahead of the game. If you've got a good relationship with your dad, you're ahead of the game in regard to money when you become an adult daughter. The second area that surprised me, the daughter's mental health is more closely related to her relationship with her dad. What do we mean by mental health? Clinical depression, anxiety disorders, suicide, Stress-related disorders, meaning stomach aches and headaches and back aches, insomnia. These are your. This is this is your body and your mind reacting to stress. Your mental health, and we find that the father-daughter relationship, the daughters who have the best relationships, are less likely to be depressed, anxious, develop an eating disorder, or be suicidal. They're also less likely to have these stress-related health problems. And the high-risk area here, of course, as we'd expect, is when the girl is a teenager or when she's a young adult. Those are the highest-risk years for these kind of mental health problems to start manifesting. And the third area of the daughter's life where, again, it surprises me that the dad has the greater impact her relationships with men. And by men, I mean, let's start when your daughter's a teenager. Boys. Who is she dating? Who does she choose to date? 
What kind of boys is she choosing? With her sexual behavior, how soon, how young is she when she begins to get sexually active? Is she assertive about standing up for herself when she does not want to become sexually active or engage in sexual behaviors? Is she able to stand up for herself and say, no, I'm not ready for that yet? Is she promiscuous? Does she choose men carefully, or in this case, boys carefully? Is she, does she have high standards for the boys that she dates? Obviously, this leads to who she chooses to marry. So we find that girls who have good relationships with their dads are less likely to get divorced when they're women because they've made better choices than the men that they have picked all along. And the, um, the analogy I like to give for this, Chris, is think about walking into a grocery store and you're hungry, you're starving, and you have not made a grocery list. You walk into that grocery store and you are so hungry, you're desperate for food. What kind of food are you likely to grab in that grocery store? Well, we know the answer to that because we've all done it. You're going to grab junk food. You're going to grab food that's got a pretty wrapper and that looks really delicious on the outside. But if you read the wrapper, it's really bad for you. Okay, the same applies for father hunger. If girls are hungry for a better a, a relationship with their dad, if they're hungry for better um, attention from their dad, if they're hungry for better communication with their dad, they are like hungry shoppers walking into the grocery store. They're going to pick boys and men who are bad for them and bad to them. They are going to pick junk food. In contrast, if a daughter does not have that kind of father hunger, if she has a satisfying relationship with her father, she doesn't walk into that grocery store hungry. She walks in with a shopping list. Here's the kind of boys I'm looking for to date. Here's the kind of man I'm looking for to marry. And she will use that shopping list to walk right on past the junk food and pick the healthiest, best relationships for her. So those three pieces of research were most surprising to me. Money, mental health, and men. Of course, I knew that fathers mattered. We all know that. But I did not realize until I read this research that fathers matter more than mothers do in those three areas of their daughter's life. So those were my three uh, aha moment. That is really interesting. I've never, I, I wouldn't have thought about it in that way, but as you explained it, it made sense. Now for fathers that are out there that are hearing this and they're saying to themselves, okay, I want to do this. I want to make sure that I'm making that impact. What would you say are some practical things that they can do to start building these strong relationships? And, and I guess first and foremost, how do you define a strong relationship when you're talking about the father-daughter relationship? A strong relationship is one where your daughter feels comfortable, at ease. She doesn't feel nervous. 
about coming to you to talk to you about personal issues, okay? I don't mean talking to you about her grades or her car or sports or politics. I mean personal issues. Does your daughter feel comfortable coming to talk with you about her boyfriend, problems she's having with boys, problems that she's having with close girlfriends, feelings that she's having about being depressed? Worries that she has about her appearance or her weight. Worries that she has that are to her personal. Does she come to you comfortably to talk about those things? Or, which is sad because this is the reality, or does she go running to her mother with all those problems or those concerns and leave dad out? Unfortunately, The research shows us that daughters will say they love their fathers as much as they love their mothers. They will say they appreciate their dads as much as they appreciate their moms, but they tend to go to mommy and to exclude their father when it comes to the most meaningful, personal parts of their life. And that is sad and tragic, not just for the daughter, but for the father, because you don't get to offer your daughter this wonderful support and advice and comfort that you could be giving her about the most important aspects of her life. So to dads, I would say, don't back away from the personal conversations. Initiate them. Don't back away from her when she becomes a teenager initiate conversations about these personal things. I don't mean you walk up to your daughter and say, oh, let's talk about your boyfriend. No, come on. You know, you have to start, dads, by talking about yourself. Talk about how life was for you as a teenage boy. What were some of your most embarrassing, humiliating moments with girls? What did you learn that you that you wish you'd known when you started dating that you had to learn the hard way? If you start sharing those kinds of stories with your daughter, she will realize you're not this perfect dad who has never made any mistakes in his whole life. You're a human being. And if she hears your stories about your personal growing up stories, then she's likely to come to you and share her stories with you. The second part of that for dads is, and I will try to say this politely, do not be intimidated by the myths that our society has created about you as a man, as a parent. We have many very damaging stereotypes, very damaging myths about men as parents. They are not true. They are false. You will not find research to support them, but they are very, very popular. Let me name two. How many times have you dads and your daughters heard that men are not as empathetic and men are not as sympathetic and men are not as interested in personal conversations as women are? That is completely untrue, according to the research. Men are just as empathetic, 
are just as sympathetic, are just as nurturing as women. We may do that in different ways, but if you believe that negative stereotype as a father or as a daughter, you can see what that's going to do for your relationship. It's not going to help. So as a man, as a father, you have to realize what those negative stereotypes are that you are working against. And you have to help your daughter see that those are not true. The third piece of advice I'd give to dads is spend more time alone with your daughter. Alone, 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 alone. Okay. No mother, no stepmother, no aunts and uncles, no brothers and sisters, just one-on-one father-daughter time. Most fathers do this when their daughters are young, but as soon as she becomes a teenager, they start to back off. Don't do that. Don't step back, step up. When she becomes a teenager, continue to do things alone with her. That might mean an afternoon for a hike. It might mean going on a picnic. It might mean going to a movie together. Every father and daughter will have a different set of activities. Some of them bike together or play a sport together. There's no formula. The formula is simply to continue spending time alone with your daughter. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I think that that is so important. You know, one of the things that I've taught, I talked to a lot of dads about is that importance of starting young and starting to have those conversations when they're young to be able to show them that they can come to you with anything. So I, I think that everything that you've said is golden and definitely something that that everyone needs to listen to because, you know, you can make so many differences in the lives of your daughters if you start early. And, and I guess I would also throw out there in my perspective, and I, I, I would welcome your perspective too. I, you know, if you haven't started having these conversations, it's not too late. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because my college course, these young women are, are 20 to 22 years old. Many of them have never had personal conversations with their fathers. And in my course and in my books, I give them literally, I give them lists of questions to ask their fathers. Do you know what your father's religious beliefs are? Do you really know? Do you know what your father feels about aging and dying and death? Do you really know? Do you know what your father feels about his future, his fears, his concerns? And many of these young women have no clue what their father feels about those things. With these lists of questions that I give them, it's never too late to start having those meaningful conversations. You can be 40 years old as a daughter. It's still not too late. After your dad dies, it's too late. (laughs) That is so true. Now, for for you, I mean, you've been doing research now for, I'm going to say, 30-plus years. As you look forward in the career that you are in and in the research that you are doing? Are there areas that still need to be addressed? Things that you say, we need to delve a little bit deeper here to be able to help people better understand this this unique and important relationship? I think we need a lot more information and recommendations for all of the thousands, actually millions of fathers and daughters who are not living together during the daughter's childhood, 
40% of the children in our country now are born to out of wedlock, are born out of wedlock. Their parents aren't married and they only live together for a couple of years before they split up. Another 50% of parents who do get married, those marriages end. So we've got millions and millions of daughters and fathers who are not spending the first 18 years of her life living together in the same home. What can we do for these fathers and daughters? And I think there's a real gap there in terms of, we know what the problem is, but how do we move forward towards solving that problem? We need a lot more work there and a lot more creative thinking. You know, I have, I've seen that in the Facebook community that we, we run called Dads with Daughters. We have a large group of individuals in a group called Legal and Custody Issues. And there is a, a, it's probably our largest subgroup that we've got. And in that group itself, you can tell how passionate these fathers are to be a part of their daughter's lives. But at times, they're trying to figure out how best they can do that because of the legal system or the situation that they're in. And continuously, I see other fathers saying, you just got to keep fighting to be able to, to be in their lives and show them that you care and be able to show them that, that, uh, that you do want to be a part of this and keep showing up. I think you've hit on something very important here, which we have research on this. It is very, very troubling that in our country, we have not changed the child custody laws to be more father friendly in terms of promoting those strong relationships between fathers and their children. It's very, very unfortunate that in our country today, unlike the custody laws in some of the other advanced countries, we still see fathers as uncles. You know, if you see your kid every other weekend and alternate Wednesday nights, that'll be fine for the next 18 years. And these custody laws have to begin to reflect the importance for children and the value for children, the benefits for children of being able to have more than every other weekend fathering. So this is certainly an area and the states are starting to move forward. We have 21 states now that are in the process of revising their child custody laws for the benefit of children to allow them to have more fathering in that first 18 years of their lives. It's very, very difficult for a man or a woman when the laws are working against your relationship with your child to keep having that door shut in your face and keep coming back again and again and again. That's very, very hard for a man or a woman. And, you know, we say there are deadbeat dads, but very often it's beat dead dads. They are just beat down by this system. And it's very, very heartbreaking and discouraging, disheartening. And we can understand why many fathers feel they end up being not much more than an uncle in their children's lives. Now, I know that you had a brand new book that came out in June called Improving Father-Daughter Relationships. You have a number of books that you've written over the years with the research also that you've done. 
Tell me about this new book and in, in what um, your focus on this book was versus I know that some of the other books that you had focused on a little bit of some different areas as well in regards to the relationship. My books are in two categories, Chris. One, one is a research book intended for college students where if you want to look at the impact that fathers have on their daughters' lives and also the impact that daughters have on their fathers' lives, that's a research book. The other book, which is uh, the one that came out this summer, if you're a father or if you're a daughter, how do you improve your relationship? You're not interested in the research, okay? You want to make your relationship better, stronger, or maybe rebuild a relationship that has not existed for quite some years because of divorce and separation of your parents. So the new book is written for dads and for daughters who are from late adolescence all the way through, well, up until the time of the father's death. How do you deal with issues that are separating you? Those issues might be over money or divorce or boyfriends or who the daughter is living with or wants to marry, the daughter's lifestyle choices, Issues that separate or that weaken father-daughter relationships. So what I've done in this book is taken the most common types of problems that fathers and daughters have and provided a step-by-step way to work through solutions to those problems. I'm always a big proponent of practical books and practical things that people can take right out and start using right away. And that sounds exactly like what this book is all about. Where, where's the best place for people to find that if they wanted to, to find or to read that book for themselves or even to look at the research in your first book? Uh, two good sources. One is my website where you can see a lot of this research right at the website. You can see some fascinating visual material, resources for divorced dads, resources for daughters and for dads. And at that website, you can also link to the books are easily available on Amazon and other, you know, internet sources, online stores. But the best place to start really is my website at Wake Forest University, Dr. Linda Nielsen. And there's a lot of very entertaining material there. It's not all academic heavy. It's kind of fun. So fathers and daughters should go take a look at that. And I will put a link in the notes today for everyone to be able to get right over to Dr. Nielsen's site and be able to learn more about her books, but also about her research. Um, I also noticed on there that you had some interesting things looking at some some uh, companies and some campaigns that they were doing to be able to put the father-daughter relationship in the limelight, per se. And I found that to be very eye-opening and, and interesting as well. So, Dr. Nielsen, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for the, the passion that you've brought toward the, the last 30 years of your own career in bringing out this relationship. It's important for the group that we have started here at Fathering Together, but also it's important for all of us that are fathers of daughters to be able to better understand this and be able to better make 
stronger relationships with our daughters in the future. And I, I know that uh, for me, this, I, I'm, I think I'm going to go grab a, a copy of this book myself because it sounds like definitely something as a father of two teenagers that, that I continuously try to keep those strong bonds with. But I think I, I would learn something right away from the, reading this book. I hope so. And I appreciate so much for inviting me to be on this show. And I hope fathers and daughters keep working at this. It's never too late. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Dads with Daughters podcast, we invite you to check out the Fatherhood Insider. The Fatherhood Insider is the essential resource for any dad that wants to be the best dad that he can be. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual, and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood. Through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step roadmaps, and more. You will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out at fatheringtogether.org. If you are a father of a daughter and have not yet joined the Dads with Daughters Facebook community, there's a link in the notes today. Dads with Daughters is a program of Fathering Together. Find out more at fatheringtogether.org. We look forward to having you back for another great guest next week, all geared to helping you raise strong, empowered daughters and be the best dad that you can be. We're all in the same boat And it's full of tiny screaming passengers We spend the time We give the lessons We make the meals We buy them presents Bring your A-game Cause those kids are growing fast The time goes by just like a dynamite blast Calling astronauts and firemen Carpenters and muscle men Get out and be the world to them best dad you can be Be the best dad you can be